you know, it sounds to me that you were brought up uh, in an environment that was almost designed to breed creativity and sort of an entrepreneurial spirit. And I'm guessing you've probably worked with people who were not brought up in those types of environments. How do people overcome being brought up in an environment like that? That's not like the one that you were in. Hmm, that's a good question. And I don't think I've ever really seen my upbringing like that, but I like that you say it that way because sometimes you need someone else to reflect that back to you. And, you know, now I'm thinking about it. My Nana was an incredible artist and uh, wrote wrote a book. And my mom had, had an artistic streak as well. And I definitely think that I was encouraged to be my best self and to um, writing was something that was always part of my life. And I that, that was something that was definitely encouraged. Um, and actually, you know, there, there's... There's another side of my upbringing that I, I kind of didn't want to go here right away, but it was, I guess, authoritarian in that there were a very strict set of rules that I had to obey. And I think actually that was the thing that forced me in some ways to be more creative and to express myself through the written word. I actually was really shy for so many years and I really didn't feel like I had a voice in any real meaningful way. You know, if you speak to anyone that went to high school with me, they'll be like, oh, Nikki was so quiet. You know, even just growing up, I remember my parents' friends would say, Nikki's so quiet. But, um, you know, I, I found my voice in other ways and I think that that's what helped me to be creative. So... In terms of other people, I think, you know, whenever any of us look back at our lives and our upbringings and what we've been through, I think that there are, there's always the potential for creativity. And actually, sometimes creativity can be born out of the most difficult situations. You know, some of the most beautiful songs that have been written, some of the most heart-rending poems that have been shared are from people who really have been through difficult times and a great deal of adversity. So, yeah, I, I actually... I actually kind of wish that I was um, brought up in a more sort of hippy-dippy, um, loose <laughs> environment where I got to really explore and, and go wild. But um, but I really believe that our experiences make us into the, the people that we are and that we were meant to have them, so... Yeah. I don't have any regrets. It's funny when everybody bring anybody brings up adversity creating to art. I'm like, yeah, the rock band Chicago has built built a multi decade recording career fueled by nothing but heartbreak and pain. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it was Sting who did a TED talk on the fact that when his life, everything in his life was going really, really well, yeah. he suddenly couldn't write songs anymore, <laughs> and he That's had hilarious. to he had to find new inspiration because he couldn't write about heartbreak or breaking other people's hearts. It's interesting because you brought up being you know, raised in this very sort of disciplined and, and rigid environment, and I'd never thought about it up until now. Part of what I, what I think has created the discipline that I have to sit down and do what I do every day is the fact that I was raised in a very strict environment in which some level of discipline was enforced. For us, it was basically not practicing something you do every day, but it was make sure you get good grades and study all the time. It was literally that the, the idea of consistency was drilled into my head, I think, from a very early age. Mm, that's interesting because I feel like that the rebel in me <laughs> came out of herself more in my teen years when I really wanted to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. And I didn't want anyone else to tell me any different. Um, and so she might've been a quiet rebel, but that rebellious spirit was definitely there. Um, 
And so that is actually something that I've wrestled with a little bit. I had a really great conversation with Randy Buckley, who um, created the program Healthy Boundaries for Kind People. Recently, we got to meet up in California, in Monterey, beautiful part of the world. And we were talking about this rebellious streak that we actually both share and talking about the fact that sometimes when you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, if you see someone else doing something slightly similar to what you want to do, the first inclination is to be like, oh, that's it. I'm not doing that now. I've got to do something completely different because you, you want to be different. You want to change the status quo. You don't want to do, you don't want to follow the tried and true formula. You don't want to follow someone else's rule book. You want to do your own thing. And actually sometimes that can have the effect of sabotaging your path forward. Like I think that if I didn't have that tendency, I might be further forward than I am right now. Not that I'm not really happy about where I am in my business, but I think that's something interesting that I uncovered. So 